This is a Stand Up New York Labs production, providing you podcasts since 2013. It's what we do, baby! This is Race Wars. Race Wars. I have the power! With Kurt Metzger. You're out of your fucking mind, dude. And Sherrod Small. Settle down, bitch. Race Wars. All right, boys, back in the house, in the building. What a great 2019 so far. Huh, Karen? How's yours? It's good, except Quiet, Karen. (laughs) Uh, It's been magical for me. I I can't really complain about it. We got a full house. You sickened me. I got you sick? Yeah, you did. Yeah, I yeah. the whole last week. And now you see me and it looks like I'm not sick, but that's because the whole week you didn't see me, I was sick. But see, I got sick because Ryan Reese was on stage. First of all, he he wouldn't shake my hand. He gave me a pound. So I was like, okay, he's sick. Right. Right. So he got on stage before me. So I was like, you might as well shake my hand because yeah, right. that microphone's going right in my face yeah. after it's in your face. Give you a tongue kiss at least. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, I got sick too. There's something wow. going around. Aaron, introduce yourself to the people. Hi, guys. It's me, Aaron. Yeah. <laughs> Aaron Jackson. Yes, comedian, it's huh? Conveyor of jokes. There you go. Now, this is your first time on the show? It is. Oh, welcome. Thank you. I mean, I've I been asking welcome. you for years. Well, I live in Jersey, and Stop I, bragging. I didn't know if it was worth $15 to come to your podcast. We're in Jersey. We're in dirty Jersey, live. I live in Hackensack. Jesus Christ. That's really Jersey. Mm-hmm. See? I thought you was going to say, like, Jersey City... Oh, West New York. And I had no other reason to be in New York today. This was my day off, no spots. And you came through for me. And I came for you. I love you. Wally Kyle. What? <laughs> <laughs> Hello, everybody. My name's Wally Collins. What else you want to know? Yes. Tell him you're a comedian. What? Yeah, yeah. I, I am. I'm a stand-up comedian and yes. an actor and yes. uh, mm-hmm. an author and a musician yes. and uh uh, and Sherrod owes me money. That's why I'm here. That's right. <laughs> he never going to get that money. I think we all know that. <laughs> what I love is friendship. <laughs> now, I always see Wally when I, I go to the Central Park a lot. You know that about me. I know. And Wally's out there with the, with the drummers. Yeah, the West time. African drummers. The right. West African drummers. Tan it up. Yeah. I've yeah. rolled up on you with us. Yeah, you did, man. Yeah. It, it was so funny, man, because I was in the zone playing. And I see this person like with his, with his, uh, his phone just kind of like zooming in on me. And I was like, oh! So then I, I, had to, I stepped up even more, like, all right, here we go. Oh, fellas. he got into them drums after he saw me with the camera. <laughs> <laughs> he went HBO on Instagram. <laughs> yeah, that's right. I'm on the gram. Boom, bop, boom, bop, boom, bop. Uh, it's good times out there, man. Yeah, man. James? Uh, I'm James Aldacher. I'm a, a writer, yes. entrepreneur, podcaster, investor. Uh, I'm an owner here at Stand Up New York, yep. and I do stand-up comedy for the past three or four years. Yes, now all those other things made you money except for the last one, right? The, well, the, la- the, last, the last two. The last two. Investing in a comedy club is not a recommended investment. And Ain't that the truth. Do- doing stand-up comedy is not recommended if your goal is money. Right, if you want money, yeah. yeah. If you want to bring joy and laughter yeah. to people, you'll be fine. Yeah, that's a very good goal to have, too. But if you want some nickels to rub together, this ain't the, yeah, this ain't the business. That's not the fastest way to do it. It's, now, a, it's, a, it's one path to do it, but it's not the fastest path. Now, what path did you take to it? Investment? Uh, yeah, I mean, I, I started off as an entrepreneur. I knew nothing about investing or anything. I, I accidentally became an entrepreneur in the 90s. American Express needed a website. They didn't have one. Nobody had a website. I had zero dollars in the bank, and they paid because they didn't know what to do. Nobody in, in New York City knew how to make a website. So I said, "I'll make it for you," and they gave me two hundred thirty thousand dollars. And so I built up a company from that. Look at Wally's face. Look at Wally's. <laughs> I have so many questions. <laughs> no, this is real deal. It gets, it gets worse. I I, okay. I I built up a company from that. From that, sold it. I made fifteen million on it. And within two years of that, or three, within three years of that, I was dead broke with a hundred. I had one hundred forty-three dollars in my bank account. You went broke again. How <laughs> and, crazy! And then I went broke again like that. I built up and sold two more companies and went broke after both of those. And I went broke each time. Well, now like you, to zero. And you bought a comedy club, so welcome broke again. <laughs> okay, it could be. It could be. This is the wow. this is the gift that doesn't stop giving. Wow. So <laughs> wait a minute. So my question is: So the American Express. So did you have any kind of like? Technical, whatever. Yeah, yeah. So okay. I knew how to make a website. And oh, literally, okay. there were like five of us in New York City. What year was this? Too? It's like 1994, 95. All right, I see. Wow. So, okay. Gotcha. And uh, I was working at HBO. I had a okay. full time job there. And at right. night, I would basically work on AmericanExpress.com. Hilarious. And 
I would I did that for a year and a half, just working on side gigs. And right. meanwhile, I I hired about fifteen people to help me because I was getting a lot of. Uh, we even were doing the, my company that I started pitched HBO's uh, website. I was in charge of HBO's website, so mm -hmm. I hired my own company to do HBO's website. Wow! And then finally. I had to leave, yeah. and and I went to my own company full time, and immediately sold it because I hate entrepreneurship. <laughs> okay, but I sold it for a lot of money, and, and right. but not as much as I could have, I think. And then I went immediately broke. That's always the case. You always, how, you, you, you always how, can sell it for more. Always. But how do you go immediately broke after that? Like, what was that a fucking slippery slope? <laughs> was it whores? Was it coke? Nigga, make it <laughs> coke. Whore? Have a good story to the bottom. So so I did get obsessed with. Poker. Ah, but, uh, but, here we go. The devil's alive, goddamn. But I wish I had stuck with that because then, I, then somebody came to me and one of the poker players was like, "Why are you wasting your time playing poker? You should start another internet company." So I started investing in all these internet companies, and I also bought like an enormous apartment in New York City, and and from scratch, like rebuilt it. Is that just, the one you have now? That's the, no, no, no. Oh, that's a different one. No, no. I lost that house. Like I, I, I lost Fuck. everything. I went. I went. I. I Literally lost everything and uh, felt like killing myself every day because I had at the time I had two little babies and, and you got kids. My my life insurance policy uh, was four million dollars and I figured you know what my babies are not going to remember me if I die now and so oh. but they will have the four million at least and I had one hundred forty three dollars left so I really like That's I was crazy. constantly. Alta Vista ing um, which is a search engine then uh, had to kill myself. And I was just too chicken to do it. And so, so we, we, you know, basically that house was, everything was lost. And we moved like 70 miles away to a house, you know, I was basically in exile. I had no job, no money, no opportunity. And I had to rebuild from, from scratch. And, and no friends, because it's like you really, like, you realize after you make money, oh, everybody yeah. is like your yeah. pal all of a yeah. sudden. Yeah, right. And then they immediately stop returning phone calls once they smell poverty on you. That's, why, that's why I don't even make friends. <laughs> You're going to make friends What's now? the point? Well, I'm well, going to be is, super famous. The thing is, I, I made the wrong friends is what I realized in, right. until only, like, let's say the past... Five, six, seven years. I was just making the wrong friends each time I was right. making money, right. and that is is the fastest way to to losing it. Yeah, yeah. So that's deep, man. Oh my god. Fifteen mil, then up and down. I would have had a heart attack. Oh my god. I, I think I I think I did. I think I was just basically catatonic, though. I was just I was I was just I couldn't even function at all. Wow. How old are your kids now? Uh, nineteen and sixteen. Wow. And the nineteen-year-old has gone down a really dark and troublesome path, but the sixteen-year-old's a, a good kid. Okay. The nineteen-year-old decided to go to college, huh. and I'm really upset about it. <laughs> Are you really upset about that? Yeah, that college is horrible. Like, <laughs> it's a waste of time. It, it, not only is it a waste of time. You don't. You, can you remember anything you've learned in college? Like, no condoms. No. Wear condoms. You know. Yeah. <laughs> you know what's really sad. So, and so I, I have a daughter who is learning from guys who are learning that. And, <laughs> and, and I got a daughter too, but she. If you're if you're 18 years old now, you could take out two hundred thousand dollars in loans, mm -hmm. but you can't buy a, a Miller Lite downstairs. Like yeah. it's just crazy what they're lending, and the yeah. tuitions go up faster than inflation every yeah. single year. Right. It's just. Student loan debt affects 20 million kids now. So then what do you, how do you suggest to someone who wants to get into a particular field that they say you got to have a degree? What field? Architecture. Well, if you're if the law requires you to have a degree, then you that's gotta the do law. It. But right. pick a field that doesn't the, the you know other than like lawyer, doctor, or architect. A private dancer. <laughs> you could just start dancing. <laughs> right. You could you could dance right in Washington Square Park, and someone could discover you. Wally could right. play the drums. Yeah, right. <laughs> you could play the drums. Right. So almost everything else you can do without the degree. Yeah. You know. I loved college. Yeah. See, a lot of people did, but the experience. But, you went, but, but it's when worth did you go? Money. When did you go there? I mean, who's listening? <laughs> you don't want to tell okay. me? Yeah? No, ninety six. Okay, okay. So tuitions, inflation's gone up. Let's say twenty percent since then. I'm just making up numbers, but college tuition's gone up like three hundred percent since then. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So it's just insane, and and debt has gone up. Mm -hmm. Everything's everything's like a yeah. problem for kids. No, now. I know. Yeah. I worked in higher ed until I quit my job for comedy. So I know. I know. It's and, rough. And, and it's, it's the rough. one yeah. type of debt you cannot. 
uh, blow off. Like right. the government will oh, yeah, track Hank's, you down. Oh, yeah. You can't even declare bankruptcy. But don't the they have the amnesty? Don't they give amnesty every year? Like, you can knock some shit off? 13 people have gotten amnesty. Like, that's like a myth. <laughs> yeah. like, no one really gets amnesty from it. You can right. work out things after 30 years if you haven't paid, but that's it. Yeah, college debt is like a cold sore. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. It's kind of like you can get around it, but it'll pop back up. It's for man. life. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I was lucky to have mine only like eight grand when I got out. Oh, yeah? Yeah, because I fucking use stipend. I use everything I could in college. I encourage community college. Yeah, community college. You got to Morgan State. Oh, you did? Yeah, yeah I went to Morgan. Oh, nice. Yeah. I went to Howard. Close Boom. enough. Boom. Yeah. All right. I keep Historically that black colleges, gonna, like, baby. Aren't they going to do something? I keep reading articles that like they're going to do something about student debt sometime. Is that just bullshit? I, you know, I think it's a discussion now when it never has been before. But there's a trillion and a half dollars of college debt. Like yeah. they... they that's a big number now. Yeah. So it was in 2004, it was 200 billion. Maybe then they could have just wiped it out and said we're not backing student loans anymore. Mm-hmm. Right. But now it's a trillion and a half. That's that's too big. But yeah. it's a money maker for somebody. Somebody's oh, making yeah. money off the. Well, the U.S. Kids. government yeah. is. U.S. government backs all the loans, and then there's uh, kind of quasi government companies that that you know lend all the students money. And Decent. the pr- here's a, here's something. Do you know what Quinnipiac College is? Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's like it's a small college in Kenya. The president of Quinnipiac College makes $3.5 million salary a year. So that's who's making the money off of raising tuitions mm-hmm. faster than inflation every year. Wow. Like Why does they, he make so much money? I, we'll have to call him up and ask him. Don't I have no idea. Do all like the they do all the surveys. surveys. Yeah. yeah, but that's what else they do they do? They're I don't just know like, anything else they do. Like, do you know anybody who's graduated from there? No. <laughs> like, I don't even know if they have students, but that guy makes $3.5 million a year. And how dare they use the word Quinnipiac? Like, they, that's not the Indians. <laughs> <laughs> the Indians they killed to take that area. <laughs> Real talk, I have a show there next week. Uh, yeah. uh, find out. Real that's talk. a trial. No, I do. I believe that. It's in Connecticut, right? Yeah, I have a show there. Oh, meet the president. Oh, you're going to have to report back. I'll report back. They were a lovely tribe before a fucking white man came up there. <laughs> Took their name and put it on the school. <laughs> Are you just a sucker if you pay off your student loans? Because you can't not do it. You can't then, not yeah. do it. It's yeah. a problem. Yeah. You shouldn't pay off any other debt, but you have to pay back student loan debt. Why yeah. shouldn't you pay off any other debt, though? Well, let's say you're struggling. Like, let's take this federal shutdown. Let's say okay. you're a federal worker and you haven't gotten a salary two in a row. Right. And mm. the average federal worker is, is only makes like only but still have a 38000 a year. Yeah. They can't make their mortgage. They can't pay their credit cards. They're all stressing out. Just stop paying them. And you can't, your house is not going to be seized for at least 18 months. And your credit card, what can they do to you? They can just make your credit score worse. So take care of your family and don't pay off the rest of these debts. Mm-hmm. Like, you don't, you, you actually don't have to pay any of these debts, and nothing bad will happen tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Like, your house will be taken in 18 months, and your credit score will get worse in like six months. But that's it. That's the worst that's going to happen to you. So, but then, oh, but, you a sneaky son of a bitch. But then, what? It, what? It, what happens if, if you need credit? What happens if you need? A well, loan? at like some point later, you can pay a firm two thousand dollars to get your credit score back up to eight hundred. What? Yeah, they just manipulate what? credit scores easily. You can do that? Yeah, I've done it. Wait, what? Yeah. What? You see what the kind of magic these motherfuckers bring it through to the show? The white man is have, the devil. You gotta, have more, you gotta have more Jews on race wars. I really do. So, oh, I got the wrong Jews. I know, Jews. but I'm a poor wait, wait, wait. Jew. I got the wrong wait. Jews over That's, there. I just well, short I, sold a house. I, There's how do how am I gonna pay two thousand? I just short sold a house because yeah. it was just a, a money pit. Right. And uh, and so I'm going through that my credit because I had to stop paying my mortgage to to short so sell. How, how long yeah. did you stop paying for? Um. The whole thing. Well, I stopped and started initially before they came after me for foreclosure. So I probably like I stopped and initiated it at the same time. So I probably didn't pay my mortgage for probably starting April, close in December. Yeah. So April to Eight December. Months. That's you. Were, you were basically living rent free for you know. Well, I didn't seven live there. Months. It was a rental property. Okay, but the other thing is, just let them foreclose. Like you, you probably would have been. You probably would have had the house for another year where you were charging rent the whole time on whoever was living there, and it's probably worked out the same way. Well, it wasn't that kind of situation. Oh. It was losing money on rent. Like, you couldn't rent it for what it was, so I was always putting more money with oh, it because yeah. I lived here and mm-hmm. was paying, like, an extra $500 towards my house that even though I had the tenant, so it was just, like, for the mortgage, untenable. Though. For the right. mortgage, yeah. yeah. just don't pay the mortgage. And then, it really... And just keep he, all the money? Oh, no, yeah, I can't. Just, I, just keep I, all the money. I made, I made promises. But, but look, it's like, if, <laughs> if, 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 if yeah, you right. let me money or I lent you money, well, right. then it's like, okay, it's unethical to not pay back when a friend helps you out. Right. But like a bank, they 
they will they will rip you apart. They'll rip you to shreds. Yeah. They're not your friend. But you like, know what you happened? Have a contract with them. But the right. same thing happened to me. So I go through oh. the short sale, right? But now something happens, and where I live in New Jersey, my landlord, I was running somebody's condo. She's like, I want my house back. Now I got to find a new apartment. But you know what happened? Mm. My credit score was plummeted because I wasn't paying my mortgage. So I, nobody wanted to rent oh. to me. So that kind of oh. shit yeah, catches catch, up with you. Yeah, you know what catch I'm saying? Because, right there. No, because I didn't think I was well, going to need to move. I was yeah. like, oh, I have time to repair my credit over this next year mm-hmm. as I'm digging out of this short sale once I close. And immediately within like a month, I needed to find a new apartment. Mm. So, all right, okay, but what do we do? But like, I have a horrible, (laughs) I have a horrible credit score as well. So, uh, and it's hard for me to rent. I usually need like, if I'm renting a place, this is why for three years I had to live just in Airbnbs because I couldn't rent an apartment. So I would just go every few weeks to a new Airbnb all over New York City, and so. That's actually a viable option for people, but most people don't think so because they carry around all this furniture. I threw out yeah. all my belongings. Right. I didn't have any furniture. I didn't have any clothes. I didn't have dishes. Like a nomad. I was a nomad because every house actually has all those things. Right. I don't have to buy them. And so I did that. But then the other oh, thing is, you can pay a service to help Not. your credit score. You get, <laughs> or or you negotiate like something different. Like you put pay an extra month yeah. um, putting down or whatever. But wait a minute. So extra now you're doing a deposit. You, okay. So where are your two boys? You have a boy and a girl? Daughters, daughters. daughters. The two daughters. Two so daughters. where are your two kids and all this crazy uh, Airbnb well, so hopping? After the second business fail, I made millions and then lost all of them down to zero. And we lost that set of That houses. wife bounced? So yeah. That, yeah, that wife I, was like enough of this roller coaster. <laughs> I don't, I'm getting queasy. But I don't want to. I don't want to say she left. It might have been because I was just depressed all the time. So, right. You know, it wasn't. It wasn't. She was. You know, who knows? But uh, uh, but my kids live with her because okay. the one who's who failed me and went to college. Gotcha. So. <laughs> yeah. Wow. So that mean it's a risky business out there in financial situations. Yeah. Yeah. <sighs> yeah. I mean, that's if you could. Like I'm, I'm seeing both sides of this situation, right? You know, I mean, because he, he's able to be nimble and you know, and kind of like I can, I can drop here, drop here. But her situation, she's and more I was solidified. trying to be responsible, right? I right. had, a, I rented my property. I got a squatter that moved in. I couldn't get her out. I'm paying my mortgage while I'm living with my parents. Wow. Wow. You know I'm saying just trying to make sure that I'm taking care of the responsibility that I signed yeah. up for. Yeah. Nice but the market crashed. The market crashed. I lost all the value of my home. I lost all my down payment, right? Because my, when I bought my home, it was like oh six. Yeah. I put oh. all this my, all this money into it as a down payment, right. like right. forty grand, wow. and then the market crashed, and I held onto the house thinking if I keep holding on to it, I'll get my money back. Like right. the market will come back, I'll be able to pull that cash out at some point. Right. So I held onto it forever, right. and it never came back. Oh. And I was like, all right, it's time for me to let it go. But meantime, little oh, stuff wow. like that, like how am I going to get more credit? I need to, you know what I mean? Yeah. Oh, I had to get a new car. Oh, I had. To, so you want to be able to show somebody that. Like, okay, I, sh- I short sold my house, mm-hmm. but I was not in default until I decided to short sell. Mm-hmm. And then I can tell, like, a potential landlord, I had to find somebody to listen to me. Right. I said, look, this is what's happening. Explain, look at my credit before this. You know what I'm saying? But you, I mean, nobody really takes a chance on you unless you're trying to well, do the right thing. Let me, mm-hmm. let me ask you a question, because this is an obvious issue. Where do we think white privilege yeah. comes into play here? I'm yeah. so glad you brought I'm, that up. Yeah. Because yeah. I might be so able glad. to negotiate... Yeah. And maybe you're not able to negotiate. Yeah. I don't know. I'm just bringing it up. So I'm not true. saying that's fair. Anything one way or the other. But do you think that that probably comes into play? At probably some point? from so, the lenders. You think, or from like who you think? Uh, no, from from the landlords. even from I landlords. Think, I think right? all, from all of all the above. But yeah. also comedian, right? Mm-hmm. So it's also like People I don't, don't trust I'm, that. Like I'm not. I'm not giving you a W two with like this is what I make. Right. So that's another layer to it too. But if you didn't have a steady job too, same thing. Yeah. But you know what I mean. I, you know, I once the, the last one time I rented a place. In um, a, a while ago, t- from Vanessa Carlton, you know who she is. She was the singer mm-hmm. of yeah. 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 a thousand miles or something like that. Oh, okay. right. And um, I, my, I had no, I had no credit score because I have never been other than mortgage that I've never been in credit card. I never had a credit card, so she just couldn't believe it. So she made me put up an entire year in advance, mm-hmm. yeah. and then I, there was issues. She threw me out of the apartment. <laughs> what Women, was that Women, you, you pay you pay that year in advance. She, she still kicked you out. Yeah, but what she, were you doing she gave me the money back. But well, I had a uh, I met a, a woman who was maybe. Um, she liked to throw <laughs> things at me. <laughs> I'm like, put my So she's a woman. <laughs> so, so Vanessa essentially is like, get Shut the hell out of here, and uh, uh, and so she she kicked me out, but. But I was grateful. I said, look, just have your lawyer. 
write me a letter kicking me out and just give me all my security deposits back and all that kind of stuff and I'll be out within days. And that's when I threw out everything and just started living in Airbnbs. Mm -hmm. Oh, wow. And and you and the woman at the time who was throwing stuff broke up? Yeah, that day we broke up. Like we were going to maybe go and find a place and I'm like, nah, I'm I'm disappearing for a little while. And you bounced on her. Yeah. (laughs) So (laughs) a a fine person, she was just like in the middle of the night, she liked to throw computers at me in, in the, the middle, middle of the, of the night, night for no yeah. reason yeah well I'm sure, she, I'm sure she had reasons, for reasons. But, i'm sure yeah. it's motivated by something right the yeah thing. i mean there was nothing i mean some people have different issues than other people and <laughs> uh, her issue was that like after a certain time of day things in her brain would she'd get upset at me oh i see wow so, so like a I nightly see. period yeah and so wow. i would literally be afraid to fall asleep what could happen oh, you know wow. she would She's never crazy. sleep Where, where'd you meet this person <laughs> that must have been some good pussy Hold on. That's always, it always it, it has always to be is. it has it to be always is. why put up with that oh my god <laughs> She, oh, she must be agile. I was going to go. I was going to propose to her, actually. Really? So that, that night? You're a madman. That, that day that we were I getting kicked out. I you stop throwing shit at me. <laughs> night. So, so that day that we were going to get kicked out, we were, supposed to, we, we were supposed to go to her country. And I was gonna meet her oh, mom. Oh, here we go. Like country. Yeah. Where, what kind Where of? She exactly. From? She was from Slovenia. Stan? Of Slovenia. course. Yeah. This was had Eastern European written all over. All it. over. Now they are slow night throwers. Very the day <laughs> throwers are Western very, European. Very smart. Very smart person. Though. Well, might be the title night throwers. <laughs> wow. Where'd oh. you might meet this girl online on your computer? Well, uh, she had read uh, a bunch of my books. Okay. So well, how many books? Fa- you a super fan. Twenty-one. You wrote 21 books? Oh, yeah. yeah he's a busy, Wally. We yeah. ain't talking to no chump over here. This yeah. motherfucker stays busy in that coin. I would say, I would say like 17 of them are, are probably bad to mediocre, and then four. <laughs> the last one, though. What was the one? Uh... Well, well, my best one, or best-selling best one, was one. Choose Yourself. And yeah, it was Choose called Yourself. Choose Yourself. Mm-hmm. And then, but I've done a bunch before and after, and... My best one is My Daddy Owns All of Outer Space, which is a children's book. Oh, wow. So like, That sounds like a weed smoking kind of thing. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, stop saying you're daddy, you're 33 years old. <laughs> <laughs> My wow. daddy owns space. Shut up. So with the Let Choose Yourself <laughs> the choose yourself book, now what was this about? Yeah. This is about basically how all the times I went broke and then what I did to kind of recover mm. and how you have to do these things now because... You can't trust corporations anymore. There's no loyalty. And you can't trust the government anymore. Look, the government is worse than the corporations. People used to think, oh, I can work for the government. That's a safe job forever. Mm. But now government workers just didn't get paid two yeah. paychecks in a row. In a row. We don't know yeah. if they're ever coming back. Yeah, it's true. No, it's no, they, 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 But they are back. That's the thing. Now they have to work without pay. They have to work without pay. I didn't even they know that. They made them it's come horrible. back. Yeah. Yeah. TSA um, agents and all that, they're not getting paid. And yeah. still, the airports yeah. are still open, so... I think you can I take think, your cocoa better on the plane now. Yeah, and I don't give a damn. Really? <laughs> I went on with three of my ISIS friends. They let them right, walk right on. Yeah, they, they ain't even searching. They were in your carry-on. <laughs> they thought you guys were a band. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> but, here, but here's the question I have: <laughs> Have any have any of our lives actually changed from this? No, like, yeah, I don't miss the, the government. That's the thing. It's like yeah. the longer the government is not working, I'm like this. Life seems the same. Mm-hmm. Unless you want to go to like. A national park. Like, are you a big national park visitor? Not, not really. I mean, uh, I'm going to Yellowstone I am, twice. I like the are park. You? I'm kidding. Oh, okay, okay. Now the national parks are like, it's the purge over there, I've heard. Someone <laughs> yeah. gets yeah. stabbed. Yeah. <laughs> no one's it there is. for you. Well, you only feel it if you work for the government or you're directly served by the government. So or if your plane goes down. cushy spot to not be in either. <laughs> or if your yeah. business is patronized by the government, right. too. Yeah. You know right. what I mean? Like, if you're in that area. It's horrible. I feel so bad for those folks. I feel bad for them. Yeah. But it is a question, though. Why are we so reliant on the government that they could just at Donald Trump and Nancy Pelosi's yeah. whim, all these eight hundred thousand yeah. people are out of jobs. Yeah, they right. shouldn't be able to play with those people's lives. Yeah, yeah but that we should, still right. need. They should be off the table. But the government requires some infrastructure. You know, even people who want limited government, the government still needs people in it to do stuff. How about right, but but people? most of those people are being paid. Like so three fourths mm. of the government right. still being paid. Well, that's yeah. what they call right. a partial. They call a partial shutdown. Uh, yeah. But so what's like? So who do we not need? We need the TSA people. Like who? Who's extra? You, really, you know what the TSA? I'm talking about the TSA, man. I don't think we really do. Maybe. You know, maybe we don't. We I'm, is the air traffic controllers. That's what I'm thinking yeah, about. Traf- you see them holding the signs, being yes. like planes are gonna fall. Yeah, air traffic. Air traffic. You definitely need. But TSA. TSA. Are, I don't think we need them either. Remember when Reagan <laughs> fired all of them? <laughs> 
No. Reagan yeah. fired every single one of them air when they went on strike in the 80s. He fired Fuck all air traffic controllers. No. Really? Yes. Oh, that's right. What? I'm thinking TSA. We don't need them either. I remember that. And they went, they went strike. Didn't they go on strike? Yeah, or something like that? It's like, you yeah, want to yeah. strike? You're fired. Yeah, yeah. That's right. He said, here, I'm calling your bluff. Yep. And planes yeah. kept flying. I remember. How does that work? And the pilot's like, where you at? Over there? Okay, I'm over here. It's just Marco Poloing. Yeah. The whole Marco Poloing. Yo, you're too close. You're too close. You're too close. Okay. 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 But um, yeah, TSA, TSA kind of kills me is that what they're doing, they check for uh, stuff, bad stuff that happened already. Yeah. So basically, you can't, ha- you can't <laughs> right. have water because someone you know, had a bomb yeah. you know, in a right, water bottle. Right, right. You got to take your shoes off because someone had a bomb in right. a shoe. It's so, all passe stuff. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So like, like, yeah, we already saw that, man. Right. So like, who in their right mind is going to do the same thing yeah. Yeah. again? Think of something different. You know right. what I mean? Like, you know, we, you know, and they make it so obvious, right? Because yeah. now we're like, all right, don't put it in your shoe. Right. Don't put it in water. Right, right. right. <laughs> There's a million you, other things. You can make guns and bullets out of glass now, right? Or yeah, yeah, yeah. Plastic. 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 Yeah. Yeah, you can, you can get the 3D printers. So how do they, I guess they see it with the x-ray machine. But, but even if you have a regular, yeah, but you know they do experiments or whatever. They like have plant a gun on someone and see if they and can they get through. And they always get through. They get through like seven yeah. out of ten times yeah. or something crazy like that. And that's like a regular metal yeah. gun. Yeah. Yeah. I do want a lot of security on a plane, but I don't want so much security I can't travel with my weed. <laughs> So wherever that line is, I mean that's what your asshole. You but you know what, man? My skittles. Even yeah, I don't want no bombs on the plane. But <laughs> come even, on, man. Even the weed thing, man. I, I figure like another five years, you're gonna be fine bringing weed. Not Just, even less. Than oh, that. I've been doing it for like the last twenty years. Year, be fine. I bet. <laughs> they don't care. Like now. Wait, do dogs shit. not smell it or whatever? Like, they're bomb sniffing dogs. No, they don't care about. They don't drugs. care about weed. If your like boobs are leaking cocaine or whatever, they're gonna like spot you and. What doctor is doing that? That is the greatest invention of all. Yes, what wonderful doctor invented that? Tits full of heroin. And then like cross borders or whatever, but yeah, they don't they don't care. That's even a better They don't doctor. care about your, your yeah, dumb tits. So speaking of like choosing yourself and all this, how do when, how does race play into this choice? Wow, that's because everybody don't got the same choosings, mm-hmm. right? Well, so so everybody could be equally creative, right? right? Nobody's stopping you from that. Everyone could be in in take care of their health. Everybody could try to be around good people or people they love as, and who love them as opposed to bad people. And everybody could have some kind of spirituality. And that's kind of like the base way you sort of open the doors at least to, to, to start getting rid of the gatekeepers. Otherwise, you're going to be angry or you're going to be depressed or you're going to be scared. Mm-hmm. And then you just start being more and more creative. You could, there's, you could write, you know, you could be comedians, you could be podcasters, you could write books, you could start businesses. You know, there are, you could go to Alibaba, which is like this eBay of China. Yeah, yeah. You could find, find stuff for sale for three dollars. I just was looking yesterday. You, there was like this Fitbit ring that tells you how many steps you take. Yeah. It's on sale at Alibaba for three ninety nine, and on Amazon, the exact same product for thirteen ninety nine. And Alibaba will ship straight to wherever you tell it. Mm. So you put up a seller's account on Amazon, you sell the $13 version, then you buy it on Alibaba and have it shipped directly to your customer whenever you get an order. So there's ways that oh. you could do. There's like a, a thousand ways of this things dude. you can do. <laughs> Wally, it's possibilities, Wally. Wow. This, All right. There's, there's lots of things you can do that race doesn't play into it at all. And then uh, you know. There's other things I could just keep riffing on on mm. things you can do to to make money. So it's, it seems to me that it makes sense that you, if you can be anonymous, you can, you can make money. You no, I mean? you can look here. Here, here's an idea. Right. Let's say, is anybody here Muslim or any of you Muslim? Only on uh, you know, Christian holidays. Well <laughs> when it's so, Christmas, I'm Muslim, so I don't buy nobody no gifts. I, so, I am, but I'm I I, I am I'm, I dropped off on my uh, my prayers. Is so, that true? Yeah. Yeah. Really? So Muhammad lived to a, a nice old age, and he's God for a billion and a half people around the world. Well, so he's not God. He's but but prophet. The prophet. But mm-hmm. the, the the let's make a diet. Uh, what would Muhammad eat? Mm-hmm. And then let's put some inspirational stuff from the Quran in it, and right. plus recipes of what Muhammad probably actually ate, right. and there's a you you can advertise cheaply on a million different websites and or you can do deals with various people who have email lists. There are there are websites set up to broker these kinds of deals, right. uh, like ClickBank or whatever. And uh, you could sell you could sell that for like ten bucks a month and get right. a thousand two thousand subscribers, which is not a lot. And now you're making twenty thousand a month. Hmm. Shut so, up. And people will buy. What? Don't you think people will buy? What would Muhammad eat diet? Right. Right. Yeah. Right. Somebody two thousand people will out of the billion and a half. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Right, James, right. we're spending That's a whole good. month together, me and you, in a cabin. <laughs> Just hustle. And we're going to make some hustles, baby. Yeah, gotta... right, right. No, that's deep. That's deep. Okay, I got you. I that got shit you. is 
Did you just come up with that right now? Yeah, yeah. Oh, you don't care. Okay. Did you ever run into like uh, anti-Semitism, like trying to open up a business or trying to get a loan from somebody or somebody saying, oh, I don't trust Jews or no. you ever read any of my emails I sent you? I mean, I come in, uh, like definitely there are haters, like people write a one-star review of some of my books and say, oh, he's right. a Jew or whatever. But <laughs> I, wait a minute. And that's not my, a review. Did they say that? And that's my yeah. reason right there. And like, <laughs> All right. And like hundreds of people will like the review. You. Right, but like really? that doesn't. Yeah, but that doesn't actually. I don't think that actually affects my sales in any way. So That's funny, you know. I'm, what? And we live, you know, in New York City. There's a lot of Jewish people. So right, right. Is there any critics? Is uh, critics that always give gives you a hard time when you come out with a book? Uh, yeah, every time. Cool. You don't. You don't want to publish a book unless someone's going to hate you for it. Right. Mm. So, because then you know, if if everybody, you can't. If you're everything to everybody, then you're nothing to nobody, ultimately. Right, right. So what do they say, uh, most of your criticism? Do they say that you don't know what you're talking about, or that you don't yeah, information? Or? Yeah, well, they'll just look at the title, Choose Yourself, and they won't even read the book, and they'll say, oh, this guy is selfish and all about <laughs> all about himself and doesn't care about others. When actually Literally whole... judging a book by its... Literally. Yeah. <laughs> it's like right. um, that Martin movie, when he, uh, he wrote the book, The Power of uh, One, or something like that. It was uh, a oh, yeah. Roscoe Jenkins movie. Yeah, Roscoe Jenkins, right, yes. right, right. right. But is it, is it, so is choosing yourself a selfish thing to do? Or no, no, because ultimately do? it's like about how you get yourself ready to provide value for others mm. right. so that nobody can get in your way. Like if I'm providing value to somebody, nobody can stop me from saying, no, you can't do this. So then that's how you get past all the gatekeepers. Uh, Think of all the gatekeepers when you try to do something. Like let's say you want to make a TV show. There's lots of gatekeepers. There's the yeah. people who say, you, no, we're not going to let... You know, you guys do a TV show, but now there's. What do you mean, you, you guys? I'm sorry. <laughs> Wait, <laughs> and, and girls. <laughs> Go ahead. I like this. You know, I meant everybody. But, you know, right now there's, uh, or at least initially there was ABC, CBS, and NBC. Right. Then we got more and more choices. Mm -hmm. right. And now we all, not only are there, is there Netflix buying 700 shows this year, but you have YouTube and, and other places where you could post right. shows. And Facebook has TV shows now. LinkedIn, you could do shows. Even Uber has TV shows now. And so there's going to be more and more choices. In Uber? Every category. Yeah. yeah Uber, a Spike Lee produced TV show is on the, your Uber app right now. It follows four Brooklyn drivers around. That is wow. no one but didn't, Uber drivers are didn't watching. LL Cool J and um um uh, oh my god, I'm doing a blank. Ice T, Ice T, Ice Cube. Oh, they, they bought 22 networks. Yeah, yeah, that's right, that's what? right. Ice Cube and uh, LL bought 22 networks around yeah. the country. Oh, yeah. and uh, Byron Allen, a former stand-up the Weather comedian. Channel too. Yeah. The Weather yeah, Channel. I was just meeting with him. He just he bought the Weather Channel for 300 million. Yeah. He was he used to write. Jimmy Walker's jokes yeah. back in the day. Yeah. You know, it doesn't yeah. doesn't now he owns the Weather Channel and like ten other networks. He didn't. He's he suing yeah. some network for some kind of racist thing for ten billion dollars. Yeah, I think what? Comcast. Com yeah, exactly. Yeah. Why? Because some racist thing. Because he wanted he was pitching something like no no no, and they automatically just dismissed it. And he he took because he was black basically. Oh. And he was oh really? And so for ten million, he's probably gonna sell for three billion. So. He he told me this crazy wow. story where he like he started out in comedy real young too. His yeah, mother used yeah. to bring him to a comedy store. Yeah, when he's fourteen years old. Yeah. And he was the youngest person ever on Carson. Yeah, and wow. and he was telling me this story like after Carson, Jimmy Walker's people called him and said, "Hey, can you help Jimmy Walker write jokes?" So he shows up the first day. He's like sixteen years old. His mom drops him off, <laughs> and it's him. The young Jay Leno and the young David Letterman writing jokes for Jimmy Walker wow. for years. So, and that's how he got really his. And then they would all go to the comedy store or whatever and perform. Wow. So, wow. wow, that's a crazy story. Yeah, that's a pretty crazy story. That's wow. a crazy fucking story. And then he decided he didn't want to be. And he didn't want anyone to say no to him anymore, so he just started buying all the television exactly. networks. Yeah, just buying exactly. space on like making little nothing yeah, stations, was, well, buying up did, garbage. Not I garbage, think, but like. But weather's where it's at. Small, weather yeah. is evergreen. Everyone needs yeah. weather. Weather Channel's not going anywhere. But the key with the Weather Channel too, they already have access to everybody's phone. Yeah. The Weather yeah. Channel's on all our phones. Yeah. Every time you pull up the weather, that's the Weather Channel putting on your phone. Yeah. Sneaky. So he got that access, so he can throw fucking advertisements on everybody's phone. Yes. But you know, you know how he started with that. He <laughs> comics unleashed. He, he, <laughs> that's right. <laughs> he started before, before before the internet before the internet before anything. He would get rejected for TV shows. He wanted to do TV shows. He'd get rejected. Yeah. And then finally he said, listen, take my TV show, put it where one in the morning, wherever you want, and I will sell the advertising. Yeah. Well, that's so, right. Yeah. And so yeah. he did a deal. Like, he would just give them a cut. Right. The, the network's a cut. And so he chose himself, really. Like, he, he said, yeah. I'm, I don't want you as my gatekeeper anymore. And he crazy. went over the, the wall they, they put for him. Mm -hmm. Yeah. yeah.
He's a genius. Yeah. I mean, he put a, he produced a lot of like silly shows, not silly, but just interviews with people. Right. Put right. it in a row, sell that shit. That shit is running to Japan. Yeah. I'm in Japan. I see this motherfucker interviewing fucking Will Chamberlain, <laughs> <Pet> shows, <laughs> and then Gary Coleman. Yeah. It's like a weird mix of people. Yeah. Diana Ross, <laughs> Sugar Ray Leonard. It's like nigga, how? <laughs> You meet all yeah. these people, but yeah. he just did that, produced that as a cheap show, and it's sold it everywhere. All the way oh, to the oh, bank. To the here's bank. here's a fun thing he did. So, and he told me he did that. He he used his comedy skills to come up with his idea. But he went down basically box office mojo. He looked at every single movie ever made, and he realized uh, that anything that was had anything about sharks at all in the description always made money 100% of the time. It was the one category of movie that made money 100% of the time. So he found this really shitty shark movie and Bob Weinstein actually owned it and he said Bob you're not doing anything this is the worst movie ever let me just buy it and he bought it for like a million dollars and it made 47 million at the box office <laughs> what movie was this um god 41 minutes down some oh yeah, yeah. that's what what's the face yeah yeah, yeah. what I don't know that movie. It came out I, I don't know the ago. exact title. Was it's like uh, 40, forty? Yeah, it was. It was terrible. Uh, forty, <laughs> like forty-nine minutes. It's like yeah, these girls. Hold on, me, I'll I'll find it. And, and it, it was just about talk, like a shark talk, talk, and talk. pretty women. <laughs> yeah, and yeah, yeah. it made him forty. Yeah, I'm sure he had to spend some money on marketing and and right. and uh, getting it into theaters. But yeah, he probably made a really nice profit on that. Good for him. I hate people, Aaron. What that is you? such a good. <laughs> that is such a good tip, though. Like anything I do, I'm just gonna put shark on it. Yeah, <laughs> right, right, right. Shark, 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 sharking. Shark wars. Baby shark. Shark wars. Ra shark race wars. <laughs> That's true. Look how baby. Look how baby shark just took over the internet. Okay, what's baby Come shark though? What's that? Have you been? You know, I have not been. Have you not I've been. Seen I've, this? No. I'm such a baby when I get I sick. He sickened me, and I, I spent like days it. just. With everything off What's, about What it. is Baby Shark? <laughs> I don't even know what it is. Is it a hashtag? It's not a hashtag. It's a little. It's. A, I don't know if it's a kid's song or like a cartoon. Is this Baby Shark dancing that all these parodies okay. came out? I mean, it's been in like the last two weeks, and I'm like, why is everybody singing Baby Shark? Uh, oh, you know what? Oh, that thing. Oh, okay. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about? Have you seen it? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I have no Baby idea, shark. but somebody's yeah. making money off of this apparently too. Because oh, it's sharks. Yeah, sharks just it's throw very... sharks up. It's better than like <laughs> laughing babies on the internet. <laughs> Calling my next album, Shark. <laughs> well, everybody can just like make a baby, but you can't. How how do you get a shark? Oh, here here's an idea. Forty seven meters down. Forty seven meters, meters down. down. Okay. Yeah. So, okay, here's an idea. Let's find a baby shark that's really small and flush it down the toilet okay. and put that on the internet. That will definitely go oh viral. Oh, my God, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Flush a shark down the toilet. A baby shark baby down shark. the toilet. Has it not been done? It has been, I don't know if it's been done. But Is it illegal? But it might be. But but, like, but just do it like in some weird way. I don't know. Like that will definitely go viral. Yes, that really. Will. <laughs> no, how do I monitor? How do I make that a monetary put ad, game? Put ads up. Like just turn on Google Ads, and you'll have <laughs> Google will put ads all over your YouTube channel. Right. Thirty million views later, you'll get your check. <laughs> See. Let's go get a shark. <laughs> I'm gonna this just show my. Idea I've I gotta ever. find a shark guy. How big is a baby shark? Like, how can you get a shark like a foot? Yeah, like a foot. Well, yeah, you yeah, can. They're, they're you quite gotta, small. You gotta get a shark. That's the, the baby That's shark. That's easy. We're in New York. It's you New can York. get anything from anybody. I got a shark you? guy under the 34th Street. <laughs> you don't have a shark guy. You got a shark guy. Go down Canal Street. Get gonna get a shark on Canal Street. There you go. If you go to the fish market, they got sharks for you. They've got so much. You can get it fresh, live, powdered, whatever. Oh yeah, that's a good point. There you go. Right there. I didn't even oh think of that. God. I'm thinking like, oh, I got a shark. I'm thinking something illegal, but you could just go to the fish, fish market. Fish market right there in the Bronx, <laughs> yeah, South Bronx. Yeah, fuck you want. And they'll yeah. let you throw it to some other guy and catch it like you're in Seattle. <laughs> yeah. Wow. And then just, I mean, they're going to kill it anyway, right? So right. what's wrong if you just flush it down the toilet? Is PETA going to go after you? <laughs> right. It's going to be it's served for food. So. Yeah. Right. Oh, my God. All right. <laughs> wow. All right. So, I mean, y'all uh, gotta be ready to make money now. I know, right? I'm ready to fight one shark. I don't want to talk in a stupid podcast Look, anymore. I'm I got money to, to make. My fortune, one twenty-five dollars bite at a time, <laughs> like a like a person, <laughs> no. like a hardworking comic. Okay, Yo. let me let me ask this question as advice. I always right. try to think how can I turn some of these stories into <laughs> stand-up, and instead, my stand-up is like a completely different persona than this. Right. So, Because this, this is what it needs to be. But this is funny yeah. too, right? right. Like, yeah. But it's hard to figure out like if you're in front of an audience that is you know, expecting the typical stand-up comedy. It's hard to like say, hey, anybody got a baby shark in the audience? Let's make some money. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, but that, here I got you. I got you to laugh within 15 seconds. Yeah. Like, right. 
but I don't, I don't know. I'm like I afraid think, to try it. I think is that you're in your head thinking that you have to be funny. You have to be funny. Here, you're telling a conversation. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so up there on stage, you're thinking, okay, every 10 seconds, I got to be funny. You're putting the pressure on yourself. Yeah. And it's not, it's yeah. not even needed. Right. Also, I've seen your stand-up, and I don't think that it's a completely different persona than who you are. Now. I think yeah. I'm moving towards this. Mm-hmm. I think in the beginning I was going to be different. Now I'm moving yeah, closer right. and closer. I agree. But it's still not a hundred. It's not like this. This. Right, right, like right. when I give a talk, it's like this, and everyone's right. and having fun. It's a party. Right. But then stand-up, I'm not quite this yet. Yeah. What What makes you think that doing stand-up has to be different than when yeah. you're doing a talk? Uh, I feel like. You know, I don't know. I don't know why I feel that way. Yeah, and I feel like the stand-up, I'm learning the uh, the form, which is a little bit different than conversation, I feel. Yeah. But maybe it's not. I don't know. I it's, think it just takes a little bit of time yeah. when you start. Yeah. If you've been doing it four years, I mean, I feel like when I, I was get four years in the comedy, I didn't know exactly what my angle was right. yet, you know, what it was going to be in the end. I think it just grew not towards me. that. When I started, I, th- I thought I knew it all. <laughs> I, was, I got this. Yeah, then, yeah but then I, when then someone told me, no, you have to actually write jokes. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Oh, that's when it got tricky. <laughs> but uh, no, I think in your case, man, it's just that you know you, you're thinking. You need more time too. Yeah, yeah. you need more um, time. But I'm get, I have like a good. 15, I'm getting people to laugh, like it's fun. You know, you know what I always say, what's mixed the, uh, what other rooms do you play other than this one? Mm. Uh, well, t- tomorrow I'm going to the Grizzly Pair. Next week I'm going to a place uh, on Wall Street called The Mission. Okay, um, that's good to mix it up. Yeah. yeah. Mix yeah. it up. And then no, you, that's you, true. You hear your voice and your perspective in different places, and then you make an overall, you know. Right. Yeah, because I think I'm too comfortable almost on the stage yeah. down yeah, here because I do a lot of here. Like yeah. 80% yeah. is down here. That's like yeah. performing in front of your friends and family 80% of the time. Right. And that's yeah. not going to make you a better comic. Right. right. you got to get away from anybody who knows you. Yeah. 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 Although mm-hmm. usually they, I like, I usually don't know. Usually nobody down here knows me I, in the audience. Right. Um, but still, you like, don't just, go on stage and be like, I own this. <laughs> right. Right. No. <laughs> but 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 the stage itself. There's something about the stage itself and knowing where the faces no, are. Like I know exactly no, where all the faces are. Right. You know, each night. So mm-hmm. that helps right. a little bit. But even if you change your environment, because you know you know how far that wall is, you know where right. that seat is. Yeah. But if you go someplace else where the wall's further or closer, or the the dynamic of the room, like the square space is basically different. Yeah. You're definitely gonna change your your whole cadence. Yeah. yeah. That's mm-hmm. a good point. Yeah. I have to get on more stages. Yeah. No so. question about it. That's yeah. the key. Yeah. That is the key. I mean, I've done, a bu- I've done a bunch of stages, but like one-offs, whereas I'm regular here. Right. Yeah. So, yeah, you'll see. And you've been doing it how long now? It's like four years, four five years. years. Yeah, you got to give yourself some time. How, how, how often would you go on stage during I mean, the week? nowadays, I wasn't as intense in the beginning, but nowadays, like up to five, six times a week. All right. And are you going different times of the night? Yeah, like last Sunday I did two shows, eight and ten. Okay, you might have to do like a late night too, when there's like two people in the audience. Yeah, that will definitely make yeah. you a stronger comic. Yeah, you know, and hosting. I do, Ooh. I do hosting. Yeah, so yeah. I do. I'm hosting on tomorrow, I think, yeah. or no, Saturday. I'm hosting. Because hosting gives you chance to be on a stage and not worried about doing jokes, because you can just right. be up there and yeah. then you have some free time, because they know you'd love to do a yeah. job. So yeah. you don't even have that pressure on yourself, like, oh, I got to make it funny now. Because you're part of the show, not the whole show. Yeah. You gave you gave me good advice once, which is pay me. <laughs> you gave me you gave me good advice, which was uh, say what the audience is thinking. Yeah, and I, mm-hmm. I I thought that was very good. So that if they're thinking of something, you can if you address that, it kind of relieves the tension of what yeah. they're thinking. Oh yeah, yeah. So, oh, yeah. Address what's ever the, what's happening in the room. Yeah, you have you know? to. Oh yeah, definitely. Because if you don't, then it's it's gonna be awkward. Like, does he know what? Yeah. That? You know, Even yeah. for spoonfuls or mm-hmm. something, anything. It's yeah. like you got to be in charge of all that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Otherwise, they'll take control of the power out of your fucking Ooh. set. And I, that's the thing is, the thing is so crazy is that you know a lot of these new comics don't understand that they are that powerful on stage because you know they're on a stage so they're higher mm-hmm. um they're on a, have a microphone so they're louder and they all the lights are on them so they're brighter so psych- psychologically you're looking at someone who's bigger than you larger right. than life right. you know what i mean and it kills me when comics or people get on a stage and they give that all up you mm-hmm. know they, they try to deal with a heckler mm-hmm. or something oh, yeah. like that and they you know they, i'm like oh my god they get nervous you could see it yeah you know? and it's interesting too you can hear in their breath they change their breath when they get nervous. Yeah, you know, they'll rush a joke and they'll th- they'll take a breath like inside the punchline or something like that. You know, and you're like, ah, he, they, they lost it. They yeah, lost it, you know? and the audience knows because you can. Oh, yeah. they, they can smell it on you. They can Ooh, feel it. They might a... know know exactly what it is, but they feel that something yeah. just happened. Yeah. And you got to be able. To, I mean, this took a few years because even once you think you're funny, mm-hmm. you got to learn to trust yourself because yeah. going yeah. off of like, okay, mm-hmm. these are this is the set that I was going to do, and those jokes are funny, right? Mm-hmm. But now you got to go. I trust myself to be able to get back to whether it's 
new material in the middle of a set, right? Mm-hmm. And I know even if this doesn't hit, I could come back to it. Or if it's mm-hmm. addressing something that happened in the room and I'm hosting and I need to talk to this person, like, I don't know what they're going to say. Right. But, you know, that used to make you nervous yeah. in the beginning, right? Yeah. Like, if I do this crowd work, now I'd rather just talk to people yeah. than do the set. Well, you know I, what I mean? And I've seen, I've, Sean, I've seen you do something that I thought was, was very good. Uh, you did a joke that, and the audience was silent, and you were, and you then went all around the stage with your middle finger up, like "fuck y'all." I know that shit was funny. <laughs> yeah, and everyone, and you're like laughing, and then everyone laughs with you. You're having the party, so everyone's yeah. joining the party one yeah. way or the other. I tell people all the time, "No, you're wrong about me. Yeah. You're wrong. You're wrong about me. I'm hilarious." Like, just yeah, you are. You are in control. You're yeah. on that stage, and that, yeah. that and that's the thing that when I get on that stage, it's it's like Tyson says, "I am a god." You, you're up there. You have to know that you are in control. And once you do that, and once you know that, and you have to, like you saying, you have to believe believe in yourself too, saying that being that confident that these jokes are funny, or just the fact that you are funny, right? You know, um, even if you mess up a joke or you, you make a mistake or joke doesn't hit, whatever, you can, you know, just just brush by it or gloss over it or address it. Either way you want to go and do it, but no matter what, you still are in control. Right. No matter what. I feel so powerful right now listening to you. I'm like, oh my God. God it is. It. It's so true because, you know, when I go I'm before. I'm bigger I, and I'm brighter and I'm louder. I'm yeah, big and I'm a new affirmation. Because <laughs> Tyson said that, you know, because I would watch before I would you go on. You is bigger. I watched. <laughs> you, you is brighter. You is, <laughs> you is somebody. You, you is impotent. You is impotent. But it is. It, it really is. It really is that just that simple. That um, well, people you, can tell if you think you deserve to be there or not. Yeah. Right. So yeah. when you just that. said you watch people relinquish it, yeah. relinquish the controls because they don't really think they deserve it. I'm, I'm, I'm gonna keep it real, man. I get offended when I see comments get up there and like, especially the newer ones, and waste that stage time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I get so offended with that. But you like, have to waste it to learn how to not waste it. Well, I think with arrogance though, when they get up there, I get, if someone's right. working, I say okay, he's working. But someone gets up there and like, so what else is going on? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, you don't love that? Yeah. That really pissed you off on wallet? Oh, man. How about a joke? That's what's going on. So what do you guys want to talk about? (laughs) Oh, man. Anybody want to come up on stage and do a joke? (laughs) (laughs) On, on, uh, you know, they just, season three of Crashing just started, right? So I don't know if you saw the first episode was on Sunday, but Pete Holmes tries out for the Comedy Cellar and Esty is, you know, gives him some criticism. She rejects him and she, I'm this is a spoiler, but the she, SD does it, yeah, yeah, the oh, SD is one episode, yeah. And, and she says, she, she says, um, here's the three questions you got to answer Who are you? Why are you? And why now? And I thought that was very interesting, yeah. and that's what made me think more like, so I study obsessively, I, I watch the videos of myself, I write every day, yeah. I go up on the stage, but I started thinking, am I like that's why I'm thinking about this conversation here? Like, I'm not real, like, this is like who I am, yes. w- you know, why I am and why now, as right. opposed to the jokes I've written, mm. right. getting right. closer, but are not quite answering her questions. But yeah. it also takes forever for right. your jokes to be a true vehicle for you, right? Yeah. Like, I think at the beginning, you're struggling to learn how to write a joke and, yeah. like, then how to deliver the joke and then how to m- say it how you. You meant to say it and yeah. whatever and how to get back to what was funny in the first place and yeah. the jokes are not really the jokes are you you have to have jokes to do stand-up but the jokes are like besides the point it took me like forever of just watching comedy to figure that out that you don't it's not it, remotely about what you're saying how long you been doing it maybe four years or so okay. I'm, I'm, I'm quite new yeah. i feel like the jokes to me like once it took a long time to learn how to write a joke yeah. mm-hmm. and what mm-hmm. my voice was but now I can plug an idea into what my formula is and come out with the joke. Right. And more often than not, it's going to work because right. I know what's funny. Right. Right. But it took like correcting little mistakes. So I would be like in the beginning, it's like, okay, how do I be on stage? Right. How do I find that confidence, that rhythm to trust myself when something happens, it goes off script? How do I break bad habits? Right. How do I break the ums and the yeah. things that I'm doing with my hands and right. the... The smack, like the yeah. stuff that, you know, mm-hmm. bad habits. So like all correcting all those things. Now it's like, oh, okay. Yeah. Now how do I make the joke the funniest? Right. Mm-hmm. Right. But that, yeah. once you get that, yeah. then you mm-hmm. have it. It's mm-hmm. the rest of the stuff that you have to learn. But then, let me throw this at you. Then the placement of the joke, where do you put it in, oh, your, in your set? please. Yeah. Yeah. That to me was my favorite part. I was very nervous about it. I just did my first album. I okay. did it last year. And just putting the story together mm-hmm. where I was like, okay, 
how is this going to work? How am I going to? Because I feel really proud of how I put my record together, but it required me to change jokes. Yes. Right. It required me to take a joke that I've been doing the same way for four years and go, oh, if I just change that part, then it right. then, then it attaches that. here. Right. And now that's seamless. You know right. what I mean? But like learning that right. and then just the process of like mm-hmm. watching a joke, listening, because I record everything. Yes. So of like hearing... The, of building a tag and then the next right. night I've got it and then I've right. got that like just yeah. that is my favorite that is the shit is so sexy construction construction of it the point, so the point I'm making is that a, a lot of these you know these new jacks and new yeah, comics yeah. Got, got, you know I got my closing bit right you know, and I think that's th- that's the most dangerous trap right. you gotta move you it can, to the front yeah, yeah. Gotta make it, Try to make it all closers and all openers. All, exactly. And mm-hmm. a lot, I think a lot, I did a lot of these comics. Arsenal. I've seen so many comics, you know, the young ones, you know, I can see them, like, when they see that the, the lighter, they're, they're running out of time. It's, it's just like they just kind of like race it at yeah, the they, 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 they got so so uh, the, my mom's crazy they're like yeah. what <laughs> you, do it, where you, you weren't there uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, you can like only close on one yeah. bit and but then, we were all like that in the beginning what I'm saying but yeah. that's, that, that's the hard part but then the crazy thing I've seen too is that if that joke doesn't work yeah Man, you see someone just kind of like wah wah wah, yeah. You know what I mean? And they're like, and then the ums come, and then then they get into that trap of trying to, so to speak, try to get that get off back, on a laugh, get get off on a laugh, and it's just like it's almost like you know when you there's a quarter in between the cushions and the, and the couch, uh-huh. and you're trying to go for that quarter, but it goes deeper. You know what I mean? Yeah. They get deeper and deeper, and, and like, nothing, nothing, nothing. I saw. I, I hate when people you see people uh, grabbing for strings like that, and then they'll be like this. Oh, you know what? I'm gonna end it with a, something inspiring for the crowd. <laughs> <laughs> you can always follow your dreams. Guys, boo, nigga, get off the stage! Can't get that laugh. Now you t- bring the Lord into it. <laughs> I saw. I... Beat guys, it. like, don't put me in that situation. <laughs> it's your ball. <laughs> Stay in school, kids. Peace. Hilarity. Wow. What are you supposed to say, Jack? Supposed to say. Well, I saw. I saw Christian Finnegan deal with this situation yeah. about okay. a week ago, and. For whatever reason, there was silence, and and uh, and and he said at the very end, uh, he said, you know, unlike most comics who try to end with like a really, you know, hilarious closer, I try to end like really toning down the energy of the room and like having everybody be <laughs> right. silent. So thank you for helping out with that. And that actually generated calling out what was in the room. That yeah. actually generated oh, laughter, yeah. and then he walked off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, that's. <laughs> That's true. Owning it. That's true. Owning it. You know what I mean. And then and then owning it and then turning it. Into but something. like in a funny way. Yeah. Right. Exactly. Because people exactly. see it, so you can pretend like you don't see it. Then they're gonna be like, "This motherfucker's a phony." Yeah. It's like yeah. this is right in front of us, so it's happening. Yeah. Right. So address it. Right. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, they feel like nobody's driving a bus. Right. Yeah. <laughs> they on the bus. Yeah. Are, people are uncomfortable if you're not. If you put yourself in a leadership position and then fail to lead, it freaks people out. Yeah, that's a good point. And you yeah. have to remember to that, like, they want you to be funny. Yeah. yeah. Like, they're on your side. Yeah. They Not paid, in black rooms. And they don't want to have to do your <laughs> job of being funny. They'll chicken bones at you. <laughs> but in general, no, that but they, that's the thing. Some black rooms. people, they want you yeah. to be funnier that's more than anybody else because <laughs> yeah, they spent. They spent their hard earned money. Hard earned money yeah. on a date or on whatever. outfits. Yeah, they put it. They want production. you to be funny too. But if you're not, they still gonna make it fun. It's like yeah. nigga, right. don't ruin my night. Yeah. Right. <laughs> that's, that's the tension. Yeah. But yeah, that's it, the tension. It, and that's what I'm saying. So when people you get on a stage, it's, it's people are saying, "All right, take take us away." Mm-hmm. You know what? Now yeah. it's it's in your court. Take us to a place. Take us away from work. Take us away from right. our kids. Yeah. Take us from right. our, our our situation. Yep. Tell us something that's gonna make me forget about that. Well, if yeah. you're not, if you get up there and you don't do it it's like you're breaking the fourth wall you know yeah. it's like yeah. disturbing to yeah. people like they like like you're looking at a part you're not supposed you know they're not, they're yeah. not supposed to see that part yeah. of you not knowing how to do it right and so yeah. and, and i think people, it's weird people get upset and i don't think they re- they understand you know it they're uncomfortable you. Yeah. Yeah. you know what i mean and they're trying to figure well who do i who do i place this anger on yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah right because here's the thing adults don't like to see adults try things in public right <laughs> we don't perform at trying comedy clubs people yeah. cringe the whole time right. yeah you yeah. either do it or don't do it uh-huh. right. i'd rather see you fail doing it yeah yeah than yeah. trying to do it and yeah. fail. Well, you know, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. Um, Esty says that on Crashing. She says the best bomb will ki- will kill will destroy the uh, weakest kill. Yeah. So oh, you, know, yeah. you can't be, you can't yeah. make it, just make everybody laugh, but not really say something important. Right. You, uh, bombing while still being you and and it's and, and so having, much better. Yeah. 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 It's so much better. I enjoy seeing really good comics bomb. Oh, yes. Mm-hmm. Like, just how they deal with it. Yeah. Oh, yes. It's just my favorite thing, because yeah. you know they're brilliant. Yeah. Like, I mean, like, uh, Billy... 
that I mean that that when Bill, Bill Burr in Philly. Yeah. That's oh, yeah. classic. Oh. classic. Where I just, I'm just like, that was that was the catapult right. That was the catalyst right. That made yeah. Bill Burr Bill Burr. Yeah, right there. No yeah. question about it. I mean, but it. but it's just like the the confidence. Like I know you're wrong. Like. Okay, fuck you. Like right. you're wrong. Yeah. I'm great. Yeah. And I'm just gonna rub your noses and in here, and here's for the why. next right. Yeah. And I'm not getting off. And I'm it not so getting great. off. Yeah. Wait, there he was like five minutes. He, he was in some, <laughs> in some counting it down. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but he was like it's interesting because he was like heckling back to the audience in some sense, yeah. but he had yeah. the position of power. Right. You know, so that was very useful. But I've seen right downstairs here also. I mean, I've, I've seen a million comics bomb, but one time in particular, I was watching Ari Shafir, yeah. and he was going on and on forever about some quirk of Hasidic Judaism, yeah. and the audience could not give a shit, and they were just silent the whole time. Right. But it was hilarious what he was saying, and it was like genius, yeah. and he didn't, you could tell, he just did not care at all. He yeah. was just like doing it. And Ari's interesting, though, because yeah. his specials are so on point. There is no fillers or gaps or anything like that. Like, they're so genius, but he's so comfortable bombing on stage yeah. during sets. Like, he doesn't, he doesn't care. He's just there to you work You gotta learn how to bomb and be comfortable in it. And not even learn how to bomb. Learn how to not need too much from the audience. Yeah. Because then you'll find other ways to get it. Yeah, yeah. And learn that every show, like, you're still learning something. Like, I think younger comics who are like, who, have you heard of her in a younger comic? (laughs) I'm sorry. But I just hear these younger comics and they be like, I went to an open mic and I bombed. I'm like, you bombed? You bombed at an open, open mic? mic. <laughs> here's my thing. Like, the whole point of an open mic or a lot of shows, right, yeah. Yeah. is to figure out if what you wrote works. Right. Mm-hmm. And if nobody laughs, then you found out it didn't work. Right. 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 That you still got the, you got got the information do. that you came mm-hmm. to get. Right. I'm like, right. what do you right. think? You think you're at Radio City? Right. It's, that's not what it's for. Yeah. You don't kill every night at an open That's not the point of an open mic. Exactly. Oh, so you go you there and do the stuff be, that you know that kills. There's people right. who do kill at every open mic and you don't want to be that person no. either. There's like the sweet spot of open mics where you bomb and then you kill well, you when kill your because you're good, doing stuff that you know is good and you're not trying or experimenting. But also there's people who stage time is the open mic and they're not aiming to be like a working club comic, That's right? They're there right. to do the material at the open mic and so it always kills. You don't want to be that person. No. You don't be crushing at the open mic. You have to be bombing at the open mic. Yeah. Sometimes. Yeah, sometimes. You have to. Comedy is a tricky, tricky bitch. Oh, yes. <laughs> I feel like an abusive, been an abusive relationship with comedy. Let, let me ask you, so you, you, you just made an album. You, when, when did your album come out? November. And what was the name of it? Gregory. Drudgery, Grudgery? Grudgery. Grudgery. I like that name. And and you put it on like iTunes or something, or how did you release it's it? It's everywhere. Yeah. yeah. But you didn't you you didn't do the video though. You didn't do anything with the video. I didn't do a special. Audio. No, I didn't do a special. I okay, you call it a special because that's what Netflix calls it, or that's what HBO calls it. But here's an interesting thing: you could have taken that video and just literally uploaded it to Amazon, and then anyone searching comedy on Amazon would see Dave Chappelle, and then Grudgery, and then this, and then this, like. It would look like an Amazon original, and most people don't know that. I'm it about just, to do that. Yeah, you, you should. So I'm about to do that. So I have together. I, I have. <laughs> I have a. Uh, I did an hour uh, where I was engaged to somebody, and I have a bunch of jokes about that. And then I did an hour after the engagement ended, and I'm combining the two <laughs> and just editing out like I'm editing. I'm keeping in only like the best jokes on both sides, but it'll be like this double-headed special. And then I'm just gonna upload the video to Amazon and. Can you monetize it that way? Yeah, you can sell point? it. You can sell it for whatever you want. You can oh, sell your price. I get it. I'm I get it. it. I get it. I'm a, we hustling this. And then no one, know, no one knows. Like no one says, "Oh well, Amazon." You they don't buy. That no one knows the difference between Amazon and Netflix. So technically, right. for the for the the average person who's looking for comedy, they don't know this was that you just did this yourself. They think it's oh, it's an Amazon special. Right, so right. they don't know there is no such thing. Um, so this is what this is part of what I mean by choosing yourself is that not that no, I'm not saying that you didn't do that, but. Uh, uh, you could, you could do your own special, and nobody could stop you. That's the thing. I can yeah. do it without being chosen to do right. it. Mm-hmm. That's very interesting. Oh, there's so many ways to hustle. I love a good hustle. Yeah, man. Man, I, I, I like to hustle when it's like legal. Yeah. And, and it's like, and then like, whoa, whoa, Wally, what you trying to? Wait, wait. I haven't, I haven't said, I haven't said any illegal hustle. Someone pushed a little coke. So no, I haven't said no. one illegal hustle. Okay, what well, your Muhammad <laughs> diet is illegal in like 12 countries. <laughs> no, the Muhammad diet okay. is actually specifically legal in all the bad countries. Right. You would, but they would find a way to murder you for it. That just right. seems like a, like you're inviting a death. That's why I'm saying you should sword. be Muslim to do it. Well, yeah. I probably. 
probably well, should do it. Well, that's the same thing with like saying Jesus, like doing you know Jesus. Diet. I know a guy who did. What would Jesus eat? Right. And he's living he, a bit off of that. He moved to Colombia, which is cheaper, but a lot of expatriates live there. And he's living in a three-story penthouse, uh, which is cheap right. in Colombia. But he made on his own, like maybe hundred thousand, two hundred thousand dollars doing mm. what would Jesus eat? Oh, what would Moses eat? There you go. There you go. Uh, I don't know. That's what I don't know if Moses I would was that do, healthy. Uh, what would Moses Buddha eat? Because Buddha was a fat boy. He would eat most things. Right? <laughs> Everything, right? <laughs> a lot of sugar. <laughs> I'm already on that diet. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what would Buddha eat? Man? Go look at my refrigerator. Everything. The end. Pay me. <laughs> <laughs> Man, there's so many ways to hustle. Yeah, so man. good. Got no right, we got to wrap it up. Let's end oh, the show. Man. Let's do some pluggy plugs. You got oh, some pluggy man. plugs, Aaron? Hey, I don't know what I'm supposed to be plugging, but find me online. <laughs> Your album. Album. Oh, EJ Your the album. Comic on everything. Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. Um, my album, Grudgery. Yeah. Yes. Um, it's on every single platform. Stream it. Buy it. It's hilarious, son. Son? Um, <laughs> yeah, B. Where am I going to be? I'm going to be lots of places. AaronJackson.net. That's my calendar. There you go. Cool. Wally Walls. Um, you can find me in the Holy Trinity, Facebook, and Instagram, Twitter. Wally Collins, W-A-L-I-C-O-L-L-I-N-S. And um, I have a show called The Comedy Cup. Um, Aaron did it. Uh, right. I won. I won she last won. night. Oh. What is it? What is it? Comedy Cup. That's right. Yeah. So The Comedy Cup is a competition or like we, it's like a mock competition show that, that, I, uh, that I did where I designed and created. Four comedians, they battle against one another and I give scores and we have celebrities, scorekeepers. Last night we had Gilbert Godfrey as a celebrity score, 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 scorekeeper. You kidding? He's great. Oh, he was, I love him. He was yeah. hilarious. I want to do it. He was oh, yeah. on my podcast oh, once. Yeah, really? And oh, yeah. uh, we were downstairs doing the podcast and on the way out he's like, can I have a bottle of wine? And <laughs> Yeah, he takes it up everywhere. <laughs> we just gave him a bottle of wine. Yeah. Yeah. He's done the worst once before too but Gilbert is notorious for any green room or TV show. He's coming. He's going to take all the shit in the green room. Yeah. Yeah. He comes with bags. He wraps up lunch meat. He does not fuck around. Yeah, he, he takes full advantage of all, all that. But um, it's it's a great show. We, uh, the comics have a lot of fun. The audience loves it. In fact, last night after the show, people hung out. People just wanted to hang out and just hang out with the comedians. In fact. Nice. That's and cool. um, yeah, so you can catch me there. Um, we have a, we have a date yet for the next one. Um, but yeah, WallyCollins.com. Uh, that you can find me. Nice. Yeah. There you go, Jamesy. I'm gonna plug this club that we're in, Stands of New York. Everybody, should go, everybody listening, should hey, go maybe, here every day. Maybe that you know me now. Maybe I can get some spots here because I, oh. I, I haven't got Why, spots here in three years. Is that true? Wait, why not? Swear to God, that's crazy. Swear to God, what? I talked to Danny too. They, they don't give me spots here. So now, see, now that you, you know, I'm talking to the man. <laughs> put the up. All right, I'll find out what's going. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Use your if you white don't, white wait, 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 wait. It worked. It worked. It worked one time. Let me try it. Please. <laughs> you're in, sir. Tonight, you're, you're headlining. Thank you. I made it, mama. <laughs> please. please. <laughs> James, what you plugging? Stand up New York. And I said, that's yeah, what you're going to do? Yeah, yeah. People should come to this club. Like, we all hang out here. Come, yeah. come and hang out with us in person, not just listen to us. That's right. 78th and Broadway. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, so you got shows all uh, week. Here, here's and I'll, I'll mention the open mic too, because people always searching for open mics here, trying to go up. Yeah, every times. day. I don't even know what time it is. I think it's five. I th is it or did they moved it to six? No, it's at five. Is that five? Yeah. Okay, so see, I, I don't do the open mics here. Look at that. <laughs> so uh, <laughs> five o'clock, five, days, open a week. five yeah. days a week, right? Yeah. Uh, five days a week. It's yeah. Monday through Friday. I, I, mean, I, wait, I wouldn't know. That's a good thing <laughs> to have going on for the young comics. Yeah, and you know the other thing I was gonna say about open mics is that. It's because it's usually comedians in the audience, so they're they're too nervous about their own material to laugh. Yeah. So it's not just about it's it's really hard to make anybody laugh in an open mic. I kind of hmm. find it's really fun to practice extreme stage presence. Mm -hmm. So like you just get in their face with like every joke and like you know to do crowd work at an open mic is like a weird thing. And yeah. I think it's like fun to do that. It's like sport. Right. Yeah. So yeah. Mm -hmm. You gotta use the open mic as an open mic. Yeah, not as a like show. Like whatever something. you, it's not yeah. the you show. It's for it's an open mic. Like you yeah. pick, you pick something that's challenging you, and you you practice it for that format. Right. Yeah. So K Rons. Um, I would also like to get booked again at this club. It's been <laughs> a minute for me. Uh, well, how long uh, for you? In, uh, in six, at least six months. Wow. What's that like? <laughs> it's mildly unpleasant. Really? Yeah, yeah. It's, it's slightly inconvenient. Yeah. Um, wow. <laughs> I would you're like doing, that to you're not doing be some, the case. Some West Side, though, also. Right? A little West Side, yeah. A little I'm here in Greenwich. I'm trying to do but, some um, West Side. Oh, West Side so, Comedy Club. I've done it once. West okay, Side. Okay, yeah. Gina Savage over there. Thank you. Yeah, you had a good set. Yeah. yeah no, I, and I Gina, Gina's told me she'd she'd have me on again. I think I just have to send her when I have to be more organized about sending people my avails. Yeah, you do have to stay on it. So as soon as you go broke again, you get on it. You got too many coins, right? 
right now to pay attention to broke people. No, no, I, 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 I'm pushing. I'm trying to figure out how to get on all the other stages. So, yeah. So and I, I go on what I can go on. Well, you will. So. A lot of the comics will go across town. Yeah, and I'm, uh, I I went up at the comedy store in London. I've done. Okay. Oh, wow. I've done with Bill actually the Laugh Factory in uh, Chicago. Okay. And, nice. Um, done New York Comedy Club, uh, but but yeah, I'm trying to do more. Okay. So well, I realize this is a a weakness is not is not being on enough stages. Yeah. 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 So. yeah. You got to do it. Yep. Thanks for coming. I really. Oh my god, I'm not done. Okay, you oh, Karen, I'm done. Oh, Instagram. I thought you were done. Wow. We hijacked your my butt. own father, oh, my flesh, and my go to your room. Loin father, the blood of my blood. All right, uh, you can follow Thanks me on up. Instagram. It's K E R E N for those Kareners out there. It's not. It's Karen. Karen Margolis, M A R G O L A S, and uh, that's it. I'm done. Boom. <laughs> you feel good about that? I felt amazing. Uh, yeah, go to smallworldcomedy.com. We got a couple shows coming up. Uh, February 2nd, 6 p.m. at the uh, Fat, Fat Black Pussycat. Uh, it's going to be a good show. I'm going to be away for like Super Bowl stuff. But uh, I'm produce, producing that show. So get your tickets for that, ComedyCellar.com. And then I'm doing an hour on February 16th there, too. So Nice. Yeah, I mean, I so hope you, you should, all enjoyed the show. You should videotape that hour. I already did it. I already got one. Amazon. I already videotaped the hour two times uh, the last couple months. I got two separate shots that I have. And we're going to do that on Amazon. I swear we're doing that. That's a good, good idea. idea. James, we're doing it. I already got it shot. I already got it shot. And then, same clothes? And then, uh, yeah, I got okay. the same okay. So I can edit it together. Yeah, I was gonna, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. All right. And then the other homework assignment is someone should find a baby shark and flush it down the toilet. That's how I'm going to kick my album off. Consider it done. That's what we learned today right there. Thanks for coming on. You guys kick ass. Thank you. Race Wars.